Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We have Ezra McCarthy on the show. He paints some walls and ceilings, I guess, and also cuts that grass and makes that cash. Welcome to the program, Ezra. Howdy. Thank you. You're down there in Texas with the howdy, huh? Uh, yeah, I think I picked it up in Kentucky, but along the way. All right. I, I never got the howdy thing. Uh, here in Georgia, <laughs> we say y'all, but but uh, howdy, I guess that's a little further west, huh? Yeah. So you got uh, quite a bit of experience as a small business owner, um, not just in the lawn care industry, but but also you've uh, painted as well. Yeah, I guess it, it kind of all started back right after college when I had moved to Idaho. And um, I had actually wanted to start a lawn care company there, but I only had a Toyota Corolla. And uh, I actually tried to start it a little bit, but... Uh, I think you experienced it when you started, you know, starting out of a car can be a little tricky. I was trying to put the bags of uh, grass clippings in my trunk and the weed eater out the back seat. Yep. And uh, it just didn't work very well. And so I ended up going into the painting business. You didn't need a truck. I had a little bit of experience with that. And um, for for two years while I was there, I found a lot of success in the commercial and residential uh, industry. And then, when I had moved, uh, I decided to start the uh, the lawn care up here, and I was just astounded the amount of demand there was, even in a, a smaller town just outside of Dallas in Greenville, Texas. Um, I was just astounded the amount of calls I was able to get, and even in a short period of time, I uh, happened to turn quite a bit away. Yeah, well, we're, that's what we're going to talk about today is how you recruited and got those great customers, both in your paying business and in your lawn care business. As uh, we've talked off air, you you definitely found the sweet spot uh, with re- getting reviews. And so we're going to talk about that in today's episode, which is brought to us by Jobber. Jobber is the software that I personally use, Ezra, to organize and manage my business from Quoting a project to getting paid, Jobber software brings everything together to make projects easy to manage and my customer's experience seamless. Jobber gives you more time back in your day so you can get paid faster. If you guys want to try Jobber for a free trial, they'll actually let you try it out for two weeks for free, no strings attached. All you got to do is go over to getjobber.com slash Paul, and then you can start two weeks free and uh, test the water, see if you like Jobber. And uh, then if you do, um, you'll also, you'll also get 20% off your first six months uh, when you go there to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Ezra, do you use this, the business management software? You know, it's funny. You actually were just talking about that. We didn't talk about it, but I'm actually on my uh, 14 day trial of Java right now. I'm kind of integrating it this year. Hopefully there you go. Well, I was very impressed as we were um, talking yesterday and I go on Google as I do for uh, most things. You know, if you want to figure out how to do something in this culture, you just type it into Google. So I was uh, looking up your business and I'm looking at your Google and you had 47 
Google reviews for your lawn care business, which is a lot, but what was astounding is your business is young. So how in the world, in a short amount of time, did you accumulate these reviews where customers are writing multiple sentences, ranting and raving of what a quality person you are and quality work you're doing and dropping those five-star ratings and reviews? I want you to share how you found that sweet spot of success. Well, I found some uh, good practices and I'll share that in a minute, but just some quick stats to highlight the importance of reviews. Uh, a recent stat I heard up to, I believe it was Forbes, 80% of customers say they read reviews before they buy. And uh, and also another thing that's important to know is Google reviews are up to 30% of the Google algorithm. And so if you want to be found, you know, that's a huge key component of being found. Um, but I kind of developed some best practices and learning from reading other people and finding what works is you can literally get a link so that people can click through and text it to people's phones. Because uh, I'm sure if anyone, everyone's familiar with email, so often it takes forever for people to open it. The open rate or for the amount of people to click into it is very low. But text messaging, you know, people open just about everything and very quickly. So you can get a link uh, and just text it to them. And the other thing that I found super effective is you tell them while you're there, you're, they're done. You just finished. They're happy. You tell them, hey. I, would it be okay if I send you over a link and just tell about your experience and then use an example. And I tell people it's like shopping on Amazon. If there's no reviews then I don't buy it because I don't want to be a guinea pig and, and you know, they don't either. Uh, and so I'll go on to the next one. And I tell, I tell people just the th that same thing I just described. Um, and then I say, would you be comfortable giving a review? And if they say yes, then I send that uh, review over. And once they leave that review, I try to, uh, within the four, 48 hours, respond to that review on uh, normally Google My Business. And then that's kind of the system I've used to gather consistent objective reviews. And so my, my goal is every month to get five new uh, consistent objective reviews. Um, and so far, I've been able to hit that for the most part. That's very impressive, man, and convicting. I, I uh, just dropped my new book, uh, The Diligent Shall Prosper. Right now we're sitting at three Google reviews, so I don't want to be uh, – but, but the thing is, the thing is, Ezra, the book is phenomenal. Like, it's, uh, it's a hardcover. The content's good. The, the durability's good. And, but it's like the world doesn't know that. All they mm -hmm. they don't know right. that. I mean, I, I'm looking at uh, six of them right now sitting on a, on my desk. They, I know they're phenomenal. I know that I'm proud. I'm, I'm very, when someone gets it, I'm, I, I have a good feeling about it. I'm like, man, they're going to be impressed. It's a good product, but the world doesn't know there's a good product sitting on my desk. What's going to tell them that message is when they get on Google review and hopefully eventually we have a hundred of them, you know, four or five star reviews, hopefully more fives. And they'll be like, oh, wow, this is good. And then that's going to trigger this confidence to buy. And it's right. the same with products as it is with services, a lawn and painting business. And so anyway, you're challenging me five, five per month. Um, and you, you know, know what's something important to realize is, you know, you've got to ask, you know, if you don't ask, they're not going to. And if you don't ask, the problem is the people that are going to go and leave reviews are the disgruntled customers. Right. Because, you know, as good as you try to be, and there's going to be times where you accidentally drop the ball. And uh, especially if you've been business for a long time, a bigger business, you're going 
almost a fact of life. Now, once it happens, you want to try to go and say, I, I saw this happen. How can I mitigate it? Uh, here's an example. I was just uh, looking at a multi-million dollar company. I know it's multi-million dollars, and I won't say which company it is, but they they had at their four locations, the only one that had the most reviews, there was 28. And out of five stars, it had 3.6. Now, that company, no doubt, had hundreds of customers, but only had 28 reviews. And the most, like at least half, it seemed like, were bad. You know, because the people that had the incentive wow. to go, they right. were upset. And if they would have just taken a little bit of time to just develop a system to collect reviews, um, you know, they're just leaving money on the table. Obviously, they were doing a lot right, you know, but you're just leaving money on the table if you're not developing a system to gather consistent objective reviews. And you know what about the ask? I was just thinking about this as we we're kind of preparing for this conversation around uh, reviews. The reviews that I've left as a consumer have been from people who ask. For example, my buddy, um, Brian Fullerton, he has a podcast, the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast, and and him and Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer will read some of his ratings and reviews. And, and Brian pays Mr. Producer more than me. So Brian gets all the fancy music, <laughs> ratings and reviews. I don't get none of that. <laughs> I got to You got to pay. It's like uh, you ever go into one of those fancy restaurants and they'll, they'll put like one piece of steak on your plate. You have to pay extra for the green beans and the mashed potatoes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the way it is, Mr. Producer. You got <laughs> Fullerton's making big money over there. He's got all the bells and whistles. But um, but in all in all sincerity, he asked. He's like, "Hey, leave me a rating and review." And so I I just went. If you go to Fullerton Filler Podcast, I I left Brian a really nice review. It just genuinely, you know, says a five star. I'm a listener. Uh, I like when Liz is on the show, <laughs> his wife, and uh, I left him a review because he asked. And then I also just left a review for my buddy Naylor, who has the LCR Media Podcast, because he asked. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of merit to that. It, me as a, you know, I'm a, I'm a podcast junkie, and I've left reviews for quite a quite a few other guys. I'm not going to go through and name every single review I've left. And I'm not one of those guys that, you know, if I do have a negative experience with a product or whatever, I don't think I've ever left a negative review. Um, just because I know as a business owner you know, the time, like you said, if you do for whatever reason happen, drop the ball, or in my case, put a ladder through a window or break a window with a pressure washer. I've done all kinds of things that it's like the customer could have easily been like, you know, chuck in the truck, stay away. But I don't want that to happen. You know, I don't, I don't want to go out as a consumer and leave negative reviews because I don't want to receive them, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'm just uh, backing up what you said about asking it works because I'm on the flip end of that and I'm leaving reviews for people who ask for them. Another good way to uh, get good reviews is if you, I'm sure you have, but if you've read the book by Seth Godin, I believe he published it in 2003 and it's called purple cow. And the whole point of the book is basically to differentiate your business from other businesses. Mm. And so as a lawn care company, you've got to find a way to wow your customers. So like, if you look at, and I'm all the time looking at different people's, my competition, the reviews, what they're getting, what their negative reviews are getting. A lot of times it seems like from my limited experience, the negative reviews that most people get are about response. So if you can develop a system to respond quickly to your customers and even just tell them, you know, hey, I'll be heading your way tomorrow. Uh, just letting you know, 
And then uh, even if it's just through text, so there's not a long conversation, uh, you know, you're solving pain points for the customer. And then something I recently developed that's really uh, seemed to wow the customers I've been able to do is uh, it's, it's actually a metal business card. And I think it was uh, my metal business cards.com. And they cost about three hundred three and a half dollars a piece. And that may sound like a lot, but you know, if you can, the customer experience, as soon as you hand it to the customer, literally you hand it to them and they don't just put it in their pocket. They look at it because you can feel it mm-hmm. and it just surprises them. And then when you're done, if you even send them a, a physical thank you card, just wow. said, yeah. I appreciate working for working with you and we look forward to working with you again. If somebody did those things, any contractor came to your house, responded on time, were clean, they texted you before they got there, came, gave you that metal business card and sent you a business card. Talk about a wow. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd tell your neighbor and uh, you'd be excited about it because you know what? Uh, that worked. And then if they asked you for a review, oh man. Uh, you'd be happy to. So just some other thoughts on uh, the reviews and how to get your customers happy. Because, you know, if something happened, like uh, you told the experience or mentioned you accidentally put a uh, ladder through a window, if you had developed a relationship with that customer beforehand and they liked you and you took care of them, they may, they're more likely not to leave a bad review because they say, you know what, Paul's a good contractor. He, he made a mistake, but you know, this isn't someone who showed up sloppy, doesn't respond. You know, you develop that relationship. So if there is someone dropped the ball, a uh, mistake is made, you know, it's just like a friend, you know, if you had a friend that makes a mistake, uh, you know, you don't throw them under the bus, you know, you have that relationship built and that's, I guess a whole different topic, but about, uh, but about developing a relationship with the customer and wowing them as a a basis for that. But yeah, I didn't just drop the ball, man. We dropped the ladder and then what was was worse. It was my boss. I I had a part-time side hustle. So when I started my lawn care business, Ezra, I didn't know my numbers. I didn't know my worth. I didn't have the competency and knowledge that I I needed to run a successful business. So I had nothing wrong with having a second job or a side hustle, but I was you know, needing to make ends meet. So I had another job in the evenings as a, as a waiter at the restaurant. And so I would work lawn care all day and then go work the restaurant all night. And so it was actually the owner of the restaurant whose house we're at and the, the, the ladder fell through his, you know, we were gutter cleaning. The ladder fell through the window, shattered his window. And then, um, Long story short, he ended up firing me at the restaurant as well. Oh. So I was, it was a double whammy. It was like, oh, oh. But uh, thankfully, he never left us a negative review. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, and that was actually a blessing in disguise, though, uh, because what, what it forced me when I, when I got, um, taken off the schedule, right? <laughs> they, they, they never say, they don't, it's not like they say, Hey, you're fired. You know? Uh, it's just like, Hey, you know, we don't, we don't have you on the schedule next week. It's, you know, so I, so I didn't, I didn't pick up what they were putting down. So I go back in the next week. I was like, Hey, I just check my hours oh, for no. next week. <laughs> and they're like, you're, 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 Paul, you don't work here anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> and, and so, uh, all right, let's take a moment and uh, hear from today's show sponsors. And, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, have more with Ezra coming right up. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. 
Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. All righty, guys, we are back with Ezra from down in Texas talking about how we can all beef up our Google reviews. A quick summary that you encouraged us to consider is taking that Google my Google My Business link and not emailing it, but actually texting it to our customers. Uh, another thing that does help with the Google reviews, it helps to pre-sell the customers before they ever call you. Um, because just as I talked about, 80% of consumers, according to Forbes, um, do read reviews before they buy. And so when customers are looking for a service and they look and say you have 20, 30, 40, even more, they're going to read through those. And then if right next to you is someone that has five, they're more likely to go with that 48 or however many you have, 47, 20, uh, because there's social proof that it works. Um, and when they call you, then when you go, they're more likely, it, obviously, if you show up on time, present yourself well as a professional, um, then the sale is about sold before you ever show up. And I think I was, I was telling you in the coaching call, you know, as I've tried to implement these systems and get those reviews, I can think on like in one hand, the amount of people after I've showed up, after I talked to them and Another thing you want to do is, I think most people probably do it, but if it's a lawn care job or something that you can uh, figure up on the spot uh, within reason, is literally tell them the quote on the spot and ask for the job mm-hmm. and say, uh, is this something you'd like to move forward with? Uh, not a hard sell, but you just say, you know, we, we'd like to work with you. Uh, can we put you on the schedule? And just as you're asking for review, you're asking for the job 
They've already seen that reviews. They've already seen that you're professional. You showed up on time. You quote them a reasonable price. I mean, they're most likely not going to say no. And uh, it just it really helps the close rate uh, to be very, very high. Yeah, and I think it's important that we pay attention to how, as consumers, we're being conditioned, especially with stores like Amazon. I recently needed to buy some new lights where we're going to try to do some more videos uh, for our podcast this year. And so when I went to Amazon, Ezra, I just you know typed in you know lights for videos or whatever I typed in the search bar and all these ones started coming up. And then literally how I made my decision is I would look at the quantity of how many reviews there are. So there was one that had like 19,000 reviews or so some gigantic number. And then that made me feel like, okay, a lot of people have bought this. And then I started looking, it was like 4.2 stars or something like that. And I was just started reading through. And the majority of people said, you know, worked great, you know, reliable, whatever. And then I bought them. It was a hundred, I think it was 179 bucks uh, something like that is a lot of money. Um, and I, I probably took about 20 minutes to research it, but it literally was my very first, uh, lead that, that I looked at was which one has the most reviews that that's what I, 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 I made my purchasing decision on. And so Forbes says that, uh, you know, for 80% are, um, doing researching reviews before, um, purchasing, I'd imagine the majority of those 80% are doing what I did. They're, they're looking for that fat number, which, which lawn business, you know, I'm going to take the guy with 47 reviews over the guy with five. And what's crazy is you're a one man show from what I understand about your business. And that other company has four locations. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I, I think, I don't think I know, cause I do business coaching. <laughs> I know that, you know, 90 plus percent of the people listening to me right now, Ezra, we've all dropped the ball, myself, including of Google reviews. It's something we could all step up our game on. You're, you're kind of leading the pack with uh, actually executing with the text message. What do you do when you send the link? Sweet Sue loves you. She loves the job. Or, you know, her property's pristine and looking crispy. And you say, hey, Sweet Sue, you know, you even tell her in person when she's like, oh, I just love the work you do. And you're like, hey, I'm going to send you a link to uh Google my business and mean the world. If you shared your experience there, then you text her the link. Then she doesn't reply. What do you, how do you follow up without being pushy, but, but trying to get that review? Um, I try to keep it in person just because, um, like next time I see her, if she was really happy, I'll follow up and say, um, you know, thanks again for your service, you know, and also if you had a chance, it would really help if you're able to leave that review. Um, and here's something that, the uh, other people may not realize is sometimes Google will flag reviews. Um, I recently had a customer, man, she just loved the work I did. Uh, and so I told her, Hey, you know, if you have a chance, would you please leave a review? And the next time I was there, I, uh, I, I completed the job and um, I, I asked her again, I said, you know, I, cause we were just talking and, and I said, you know, if you have a chance uh, to leave that review and she said, Oh, I did. And I said, Oh, that's odd. I haven't seen it. Uh, and she was like, yeah, I left it the other day. And what uh, some people may not realize is sometimes uh, Google will flag reviews. And I actually contacted Google about it, and they're not very uh, transparent, probably because of people that abuse the system. But you don't want to, uh, you wouldn't want to at once say you had a customer list of 200 people and you said, man, I dropped the ball. I need to get on it. You would not want to send out text messages to all those people. 
Because if you've never had reviews before, and then you all of a sudden have 50, 20, 30, you know, a bunch of reviews all at once come into your account, Mm -hmm. Google can look at that and think, okay, this is kind of spammy. And they can flag them. So the consumer or the, the review writer on their end, it looks like they've left it. But to everyone else searching that um, company, it won't show up. So that's why you just want to consistently develop a system uh, to gather them as you go. Because if you just if you have every few weeks, every week, if you can get one, two, three, uh, and show consistency, Google is much less likely to flag that. But getting back to your follow-up, um, you know, you, you, it just depends on your customer, but I prefer to do it in person. Um, or there's another, I know uh, you have a different software that you use. I'm experimenting with one called Podium, and it will literally tell you once they click on that link. Mm-hmm. Um, but different software works. Yeah, shout out to our friends at Nice Job. That's the one you're, you're, uh, you're, talking that I, yeah, I, I think that's I've tried one. out before. Yeah. Nice job. It, it helps kind of guide that, um, experience where, where you can, you know, see a dashboard and, and, and quarterback the reviews for sure. Mm-hmm. But I prefer in person just cause it's less, mm-hmm. it's easier to, to, you can see their face and, and see their response. Cause obviously you, you don't ever want to be spammy, uh, when you're sending that out. That's why it's best to tell them, uh, you're sending it. Uh, and then now if you're standing, if you're standing in sweet Sue's front yard and she's just, you know, Oh, you know, Ezra, the yard looks great. Thanks. You know, get giving us all that. Uh, do you literally get your phone out and say, okay, I'm going to send you the link right now. You at, you make the invitation. Can you leave me a Google review? And then do you text her while you're standing on her front lawn and she's standing next to you? So her phone pings and she just, she just got your text. Yeah, that's a good method if you can. It depends on the circumstance or before before you leave that job. Because I, I, I forgot to look at this, this statistic before we talked, but I forget how quick it is. The open rate for text messages is like in the 90s. Yeah, 97%. Yesterday I was looking at, I was researching it. It's 97%. And it's normally within a minute or two. So yeah. that's what you want. Emails, I mean, they're good and they're professional. Don't get me wrong. And they're good in their own application. Um, but as far as reviews and so many, and, and the link that we were talking about for Boom My Business, how that works is the customer clicks it and it literally directs them straight to your profile. And if they're, and most people never sign out of Google Maps or, uh, or Google. Mm-hmm. So it takes them directly to Google and it pulls up the review site. So you obviously want to make it as easy as possible. You know, the more steps you have in the way to getting it done, the less likely people will leave it. And even with all these steps, you know, your uh, review rate, if you get it to 50% of your customers, that's wonderful. You know, just because some people don't use Google, uh, some people use another, because uh, they do have to have a Gmail account um, to leave it on Google. Now, you can get them to leave it on Facebook and some of these other places which can be helpful. Yeah. And that's what nice job, nice job will get you connected to all those. I I'm just emphasizing Google, my business. Cause as I do business coaching, Ezra, most guys don't even have it established or, you know, there's like, it's, it's almost, it's like scary. Cause Google's so big. People are like, well, how, how do I do that? And it's free. It's very simple. You just Google 
Google my business and, 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 and go through the application process. It's free. And then they'll um, send you a confirmation uh, code in the mail to your business address. You type that in and now you're, now you're set up. So I'm just using that as an example because unfortunately most guys listening to this episode don't even have it set up. And, um, you know, I don't want to go through and name all of them. And then, and then guys don't get started. Cause it's like, that's too much. Just, just start with Google my business and knock that out of the park. Right. And that's where so many people are searching because, uh, here's a term that may not be as familiar, which is super important. I would recommend everyone look it up, read an article about it. It's called the map pack. And what that means is, uh, if you go on Safari or, uh, I guess if you're using another browser type, and even search uh, a service-based anything, okay, you're going to have first come up, there's going to be ads, and those are going to be website links, okay? And then right below that is going to be a section of three to four. It's a map, and then there's three or four businesses. That's called the map pack, and it only shows the top three in any category. Okay, say you typed in lawn care. Uh, there's going to be probably true green with an ad <laughs> and then a couple other paid ads, probably home advisor, thumbtack, then there's going to be a, a map pack. So by creating your Google, my business profile and optimizing that with reviews and information and consistently posting on there, you can get to the top of the map pack and that's free. And that's where you want to be because that's where if you have reviews, if you have photos, then people are going to see that. and uh, especially if you're in a, a larger metropolitan area, um, to get to the top of website links, even if you have a great website, those ads are always going to beat you out. So you're going to be way down the page, even if you're top for your Google website in organic traffic. So the map pack is an easy, effective way to dominate the local market, um, which that's what, okay, my company, I, bought my mower the end of uh, March, like March 30th. So I basically started in April. Okay. And it's a smaller town, but literally in three months, I was able to get to the top of that map pack. So literally with zero paid ads, my phone was ringing like crazy, all because I used this, the system of getting reviews, objective feedback, uh, consistency, and optimizing that. And that's what you want to remember. You want to get to the top of map pack. And that's something that is super valuable that everyone may not even know about. Uh, and, you know, you need, you need a website, you need to optimize. But what's even more important is just because you have a website, you've got to get people to go to it. And that's where Google My Business is a great avenue, um, especially to find new customers. I absolutely love it, Ezra. Well, I appreciate your time, my friend. You, uh, you're on LinkedIn. What well, you're telling me, you don't do social media. What, how can people connect with you? You do Google My Business. Yeah. I, yeah, no, yeah, I'm just not into it. But yeah, if you look. Hey, that's that's fine, man. I I'll tell you what. I I spent the last week. I, I deleted uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I, I deleted all of them, and I just took a week and. Um, I was like, man, I, I didn't want to go back. I, I, I have like, um, I have some, uh, requirements for some of my brand deals and all that stuff. Like, cause I'm a, you know, micro social media influence, whatever the thing is. So I have to do it for my job. But I, in my heart, I was like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to add these things back. It's just like, I have to just to complete my, 
you know, obligations and things like that. But it was like, it was, it was so much, um, more simple and, and refreshing when I, I, I wasn't checking my notifications. I wasn't, I wasn't scrolling through news feeds. I was just being productive and living my life. Actually, Dr. Frank Holloman and myself, we recorded an entire marketing e-training all in one week. It was like the one of the most productive weeks of my life. Um, and because I didn't have any distractions. So I'm not, you know, I, the guys out there don't have social media. That's fine with me. Uh, it's, it's, it can be a seductive distraction. For sure. Anyway, shout out how people can connect with you. You can just search, uh, Maple Leaf Mowing Greenville, Texas, and, uh, you can see what I'm talking about. You can find the results or, uh, look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it's J Ezra McCarthy, uh, find me that way. And, uh, Maple Leaf Landscaping. Mowing. Mowing, Maple pardon me. Mowing. Maple leaf mowing. And I thought you were in Canada, but then I realized you're from Canada, <laughs> but you, you live down there in Texas. So yeah. Is your dad Mike McCarthy from the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, no, no, okay. no. I didn't know no. if I'm talking to Sal McCarthy, you're from Dallas. Well, yeah, maybe maybe uh, you're his son. That's the coach of Dallas, I think. I haven't been following football that well either. Maybe he doesn't even coach there. Oh, yeah, I'm not into football either. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, well, that's one of the other sacrifices I made, uh, kind of cutting out football this year, not watching as much, so trying to be productive. Well, this has been a productive interview. Uh, I, as you guys listen, I, I think um, we're all a little convicted because <laughs> I think we all can step up our our, our review game and uh, uh, getting that link and texting it out. That definitely seems like a game changer. So thank you for your time, Ezra. All right. Thank you, Paul. You are welcome. Well, hey guys, as we're chatting with Ezra today, I realize I need to ask you for a favor. Uh, the Diligent Shall Prosper Gold Tracker and Journal is available on Amazon. I know a lot of you guys uh, got it and are looking forward to kicking off the new year, uh, writing down your goals each day. It's actually a gold tracker and journal. It will guide us through 90 days. Each day starts with a proverb at the top of the page. Underneath that is a space to write down what you are thankful for. Uh, there's all kind of thorough research on how having a thankful, grateful heart actually affects our emotions, our emotions, our productivity. Underneath that, um, there's a space to write down uh, three specific measurable daily goals. And so when you have those bite-sized chunks of goals for each day, it uh, really creates that vision and, and guidance so that throughout the day, we're not being slothful or lazy, but as the title of the goal tracker and journal, we're being diligent. And then there's an area uh, to journal underneath that. So uh, I know a lot of you guys have already um, got your copy. It would uh, truly mean the world to me as Ezra was sharing the importance of Google My Business reviews for service-based businesses on the Amazon for a product like the Diligent Shall Prosper Goal Tracker and Journal. Uh, it's the same exact concept. And so I have three reviews right now. I'm appreciative of them. I'm thankful for them. Uh, but I, I certainly um, believe this product is, is really, really good. I'm, I'm very, very thankful. It actually exceeded my expectations when we were planning and putting it together uh, to actually have a, a copy here in my hand. And uh, I'll knock on it here. You can hear it's It's a laminate hardcover. It's just a the the, the quality of it is it's, it's couldn't be any better, in my opinion. It's perfect. And uh, so anyway, uh, I want to share that with the world, though, and, and 
obviously Ezra just explained the whole deal you guys leaving Amazon ratings and reviews that's what builds that social proof so that folks feel uh, confident to, to go ahead and purchase it and uh, if they do definitely will add value to their life so that's my request uh ezra got me to this point to ask you to leave the diligent shall prosper uh, a rating and review and that's of course exclusively on amazon so thank you for listening to today's program guys and uh, hopefully you will catch us on the next one and in the meantime head on over to amazon and and uh either purchase the diligent shall prosper if you don't already have your copy and if you already have a copy and you're a happy customer uh, drop us a rating and review. We would appreciate it. Have a great day. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.